dream cowboys to the people you listening to this get that reference still no and i'm james and i'm ryan and we're back and we're talking about uh it's we're pretend it's two years ago and we're talking about one piece on netflix the anime adaptation which honestly feels like it could have come from two years ago because to me it has the same vibe as cowboy bebop netflix but unlike that one it's not a piece of shit people like it so i guess that's good yeah as i recall the general consensus for cowboy bebop was that it was hot garbage water and i i wouldn't know personally because i, I did not watch it yeah, that i was the only one in the world who watched <laughs> all all eight episodes oh. of that show no one else did well you're a terrible masochist and i understand but yeah no i didn't watch it because i don't have any emotional connection to cowboy bebop i never uh, watched the anime. I never read anything about it, and perhaps I should. But uh, as I've stated in the past, I am an anime novice, especially relative to uh, your and your immense prowess when it comes to uh, knowing things about anime, because you've watched a lot more than I have. And so, coming into watching the live-action One Piece, I'm also also kind of a novice because I haven't watched any of the anime all 1,000 plus episodes, and I haven't read any of the 1,000 plus chapters that have been going since 1996, whereas you, I believe, are on the opposite side of that spectrum. Yeah, I've been probably going through this since like 2004, so it's been a while, close to 20 years. Uh, But the thing is, One Piece never had any mainstream success outside of Japan. In Japan, it's huge, but uh, Americans never really cared. It had a sort of cult following in other countries too, but again, other shit is much bigger. These days, kids are into My Hero Academia. Don't watch it. It's bad. Um, or, 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 or even Naruto has some ins- incredible lasting power, despite the fact that, again, it's bad. Don't watch it. Meanwhile, uh, better wow. shit like Is that One a hot piece... take? Do you think that's a hot take? No, not for anyone over 20. But <laughs> better shit like One Piece and, and Hunter x Hunter. Uh, uh, or, sorry, again, Whoa. Hunter x Hunter. Don't there is no X in there. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, uh, are, are much, much, much better, but don't get uh, any mainstream success again outside of Japan, where they are successful. But everything was against yeah, this no, one piece under- Netflix show. You're underselling Sorry. it. You're underselling it. You're saying successful. That it's one of the biggest IPs in the world. It's the most successful IP, maybe besides Dragon Ball, to ever come out of Japan. It's gigantic there. Actually, just recently. Uh, One Piece surpassed Harry Potter as the current most profitable IP, so take that, J.K. Rowling. Uh, no turfs at the barbecue. Jesus. Okay, uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, it, it's going to most likely become, uh, or continue to do so, because uh, One Piece, by the way, just got a second season on Netflix. It has done very well, which is great, because the budget to make the show was incredible, and so... And I also am excited because this isn't a spoiler. I really liked One Piece. I thought it was weird in all the best ways. Yeah, I was geared to hate this show. Uh, This show had everything going against it, not just in terms of me liking it, but in terms of being a a bad show. One, it was on Netflix. Uh, They're not exactly making uh, a lot of hits these days. Two, it's an adaptation of an anime, which basically everyone has been terrible. Uh, especially the ones on Netflix, and it, it, it also, it, like, it's just One Piece, which, again, like, would not translate well 
to being filmed live action, and they wisely made several good changes. Because, like, if you just adapted it one to one, it would be really dumb. Uh, and also, the show and the manga, as Ryan already alluded to, super duper long. And each one of these storylines, like, uh, that gets set, sewed up in one or two episodes in the live action one, are like 20 or 30 episodes long in the anime. Uh, it makes revisiting the anime yeah. kind of hard, but but much easier this way. Right, isn't there an edited down version of One Piece made by uh, uh, fans of the show? I'm sure there probably is. I mean, eventually they did that with Dragon Ball Z as an official release. They're like, what if we did the anime, but weren't wasting your time? Right, where it <laughs> didn't take 15 episodes for a Kamehameha to happen. Uh, I have actually a lot of questions, sort of like, a, like I'm interviewing you just from a person who's uh, watched a show enjoyed it but knows very little context towards a person who knows said context you just said that a lot of the things just that happened in the live action show were multiple multiple episodes of the manga and the anime can you tell me ballpark where the live action show got to like number of chapters or number of uh episodes of the anime i'll take a wild guess and then we can google the answer I would guess the end of Arlong Park is close to episode 50 of the anime. <laughs> right. And so how many episodes of the anime are there? Uh, that would be just what hit the, uh, the 1000th episode. Was that it? Is that the milestone they just hit? That's insane, man. <laughs> that is just uh, insane. Yeah. I, I, I also feel like, okay, this is my, I, it's not even my a gripe. It's just like a, a pervasive feeling I had while watching One Piece live action. The world building is interesting, mainly because I feel as though it's decently comprehensive. It's vast, large. There's a lot of it all the time. World building is happening on screen uh, from moment to moment. But weirdly, I, I don't know why, I just get this feeling in my bones that it's still holding back, like it's pulling punches on world building, even though... Uh, the amount on screen is impressive. How does it compare to the anime or in manga? Well, you got to remember that this manga has been going for 20 years. Uh, and so he's had a lot of time to craft a, a really interesting and original uh, sort of fantasy world. And it was not always so important, uh, uh, the mythos. And it became more important as uh, uh, the story went on and as it blew up in popularity in Japan. And I will say that's one of my favorite things about the manga and the show is the really interesting world and the really interesting sort of uh, uh, politics is a dumb way to put it. But yeah, it, it is a little bit political. This world government, uh, uh, how could you have a world government in a story and you're not making a political statement? Like, it definitely is. It's interesting. There's a lot of factions. There's a lot of lore. There's a ton of lore to dig into or not. Again, we look through the story uh, through Luffy's eyes. And he doesn't give a shit about any of the deep lore. He doesn't know no. it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Uh, as I said, I am an anime novice. I have watched uh, Hunter Hunter. I've watched Attack on Titan. And I've watched One Punch Man. Mm. And then, like, Bleach. And just sort of, like, surface anime, I'll call it, right? And I'm, li I'm, I'm watching uh, subbed versions. It's always been my deal to watch subbed versions if I can. Because I do... 
put a lot of value on the original actor's interpretation of the lines. So at the at least I have that going for me. But other than that, I haven't gone very deep. But what I did notice uh, is that Luffy is a or Luffy, sorry, is a <laughs> lot like gone from Hunter Hunter in very specific ways. Like I. The way I always, I got frustrated with Gon a lot of the time in Hunter Hunter because it felt like he was making disastrous decisions based on an innocence that should be beaten out of him, but it takes a really, really long time, like too long, in my opinion, to uh, have Gon as a character shake that innocence when like reality is trying so hard to do it for so long. And uh, like... Both of them, Gon and Luffy, feel as though they're idealists to a fault. Although I do think Luffy is more capable of learning lessons than Gon is. But I think that's probably only because in the live action show, they compress the story so much. So, like, I feel as though if I watched 50 episodes and it took Luffy to that amount of time to learn the same lessons he did in eight episodes of the main uh, live action show, I'd be frustrated. Yeah, and Ryan, if you had last week or whatever before this show came out asked me, like, hey, James, as a 35-year-old man, should I get into One Piece? I would say probably not. I don't think it's probably for you. We'd probably find something closer to your demo. This started out as, as a manga for children, right? But remember how, like, Harry Potter started out as a book for 11-year-olds, and then at the end of the book, they're, like, getting close to banging? Oda sort of evolved the material with his aging fan base who started out as kids and are now uh, approaching middle age rapidly. And so he's made the content a little bit more adult. And I think that they have wisely done that in Netflix too. They're cursing. They're ha- they got innuendo in there. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're killing characters that survive in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say the word shit a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, uh, I think in the live action, I was kind of hoping for more i don't know the the violence felt uh not violent enough for a lot of it although near the end they did get to a sore fight where there was actually like blood being spilled which was sort of refreshing after you know six episodes of a lot of punching and a lot of characters falling down and being like i'm sure they're dead we're gonna leave them behind now um so they did kind of get that out of the way uh the ensemble cast that goes along with Luffy uh, and part of his Straw Hat Pirates, I think, uh, with, again, no context whatsoever, I think they did a really good job. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, putting those characters on screen. Uh, Nami is a great character, has depth. I really enjoyed, they, they took time in only eight episodes to really flush out backstories with long flashbacks. Like, yes. an entire episode almost was only Nami's flashback. An entire episode was only Zoro's. Um, Kobe and Sanji. Uh, Sanji a little bit less so because we do get a lot of his uh, backstory uh, with his uh, chef pal who uh, saved his life back in the day. But even Buggy the Clown, we get a background on. Usopp, we do as well. Uh, so, on all of them together, it does feel like it's an ensemble with very easy to understand tropes that are, uh, in turn, make it easy to root for this group of people. With Luffy at the helm, an idealist who 
the world is trying to beat down into being uh, a more reasonable person, but he will never. He will always stand up for his friends, and he will never give up his dream, and he wants that for all of his friends as well. Uh, I've, n- I've never read a synopsis for a show that is more specific to what, like, the, the, a two-sentence or three-sentence synopsis of this show does it more uh, justice than I think any other synopsis I've ever read is, because it's very straightforward. There's this kid. He wants to be the king of the pirates. He wants to find the One Piece. Yeah, that has a lot of baggage to it, but that's it. That's what he's doing, and he has friends, and he's doing it with them. Yeah, I would say not only are the cast like really aiming for the characters, uh, especially in the case of like Luffy. I don't know this guy who played Luffy. I'm not familiar with him. He is doing such a phenomenal job. He somehow, he walked the line of like doing Luffy and not being cringe, which to me was an impossible task, but he squared that circle. And and, uh, the guy who plays Usopp, again, like completely uh, won me over. Nami, as you said, is excellently done. Colby, who's, you know, uh, a character that you like, you know, you laugh at for how pathetic he is in the show is, like, made human. Uh, the only one, and I, I'll be clear, I haven't seen the end of the anime. I haven't, I got up to the end of Usopp's arc uh, uh, with Captain Kuro, which I thought was very well done. That was one of my favorite early arcs in the show. Uh, the anime, that is. And I think they did it really well. Even better, maybe. And then uh, the only one who was not maybe doing that good of a job, and maybe it's not his fault, maybe it's just how they changed the character. The guy that plays Zoro, uh, he's fine. The actor's fine. Zoro's a little boring in this. He's supposed to be a bit dumber, a bit more of like a, a dumb jock, like Biff type character, and they've dialed that back and just kind of made him into a stoic badass, which is maybe cool, but not that interesting to watch, in, in my opinion. Hmm. With, yeah, without that context, without knowing that he's supposed to be Biff, I felt fine about him. I do think that he lacks depth as opposed to Nami specifically. Uh, And Sanji has a lot less time on screen because we just gain him uh, later in the story in the first season of the live action show. So we haven't uh, had enough time, I think, to dive into him uh, as much as especially Nami. Uh, And then even Usopp, I I read something where they were saying that Usopp's character was maybe the most different from anime to live action because he was dialed back so much. Do you agree yes. with that? Or do you think the Zoroing of making him less dumb and just a badass is, is more, I'll say egregious, but perhaps not in a negative way. In the anime or in the manga, I would say Usopp goes from being like the character that everyone likes the least to being one of the characters that everybody likes the best. Cause he starts out as just like an annoying lying asshole. Uh, and then eventually he does, you know, uh, win the audience over, but I don't know. I, I like how they are portraying him. I like the guy who plays him. Again, I couldn't imagine anyone playing these characters, uh, but but Luffy and Usopp did it. The Captain Kuro arc was, uh, like, I didn't watch One Piece when it first started. I, I jumped in on it when I caught an episode from that story of Usopp and Captain Kuro. Uh... The, specifically the episode where he's like saying the pirates are coming and nobody's believing him and it's like the all is lost moment that's mm-hmm. when i that's the first episode i ever caught uh and that roped me into the show and i thought they portrayed it really well 
Although, uh, in the anime, like, Captain Kuro literally has a crew of pirates coming to that island that morning, and so Usopp running around saying the pirates are coming makes a little more sense than it did in the anime where the pirates had arrived, they were in the house. (laughs) Right. I also think they did a decent job, uh, even better than decent, with the villains of the first season. Uh, Garp, if you want to call him a villain, although he does have a redemption towards the end, he did have a larger 30,000 foot goal that he wasn't telling us, the audience, or Kobe, or anyone else around him. But I think his actor did a very good job. Uh, uh, Buggy, I, I assumed from the very beginning I'd be annoyed by, but it did get less annoying over time, especially when he was uh, beheaded and being carried around in a bag. I thought that was uh, solid. I think the best was Arlong. The uh, prosthetics used for Arlong are so, so good. And... Uh, And then I think this leads to another conversation, which is, I don't know what this says about me specifically, but I really, really like in this show that it feels as though we're we're seeing a world where power equals power almost 100% of the time, where like a proficiency for violence is the world's greatest currency, minus berries, obviously, which I think is a, uh, I hate that name for currency, but uh, it's, it's fine. I, maybe it will grow on me. But what I like most about this world is you see Garp the entirety of the first season, and you don't know how good of a fighter is un- he is until the end, where you see Luffy fight incredibly tough opponents, ones that are giving him a run for his money, in uh the zoro uh, not zoro but the guy who looks like zoro with the long sword i can't remember his name that fought zoro actually and sliced him down uh the center of him uh as well as but mainly garp right he fights arlong luffy does for you know half of an episode the finale of the season and uh he beats arlong by using his brain and his brawn, his rubbery, weird brawn. And then he fights Garp, and it's it's a moment where, like, okay, Garp is a better fighter than Arlong is? Like, I just didn't see that coming. And it then it's like, okay, apparently you can't become the vice admirable, ad, <laughs> admirable, uh, the vice admiral of the Marines unless you're this good, maybe? Perhaps there are exceptions to that rule but it is cool that this is a whole world where it is survival of the fittest and the fittest rise to the top uh it's seemingly a hundred percent of the time or close is that something that you got like as an overall theme of the show or is that is that inflated in this live action or is it even maybe no, no, deflated? That's a, a huge part of the manga and the anime as well. And instead of like the very stupid and trite, like idea of power levels in Dragon Ball Z or whatever, where it's whatever you want, they, they establish a hierarchy, uh, uh, with either the rank you are, uh, in the Navy. Right. And as you said, Garp is a vice admiral. So above him, there's still the admirable. <laughs> I did the same you thing did as you. Dude. Nice, nice. So above, above the vice admirals, there are three admirable. I can't even stop. <laughs> there are three admirals, and above the three admirals, there's like the also uh, the, the I don't know the, the big boss of the navy, 
the the navy. And then with the pirates, it's whatever their bounty is represents how big of a threat they must be. And, and it, they keep talking about it like, oh, right. Captain Curl's bounty was this before he was killed, or or Arlong's bounty is is so much higher than everybody else's uh, because Bucky's bounty is a certain amount high that warrants him getting like a visit from Arlong, more or less. Right, and then Luffy ends with the highest bounty in the East Sea. Another thing I like about the show is that they put a lot of attention on uh, mapping out the world on screen because Nami is a cartographer and her ultimate goal in life is to make a map of the world, which as a dude who loves maps, that's awesome. And I immediately, while watching this show, went to go Google like a map of this planet to see uh, what it's like. And it's very cool. Oh, it's yeah. Like the fact, that, like uh, the com belt and the, and the grand line are circumnavigating the globe as well as the continent in the middle. And then there are like parsed off uh, oceans where if you're in the East Ocean, you most likely will never in your life meet somebody from an ocean on the other side of the continent because the continent is a gigantic wall that how can you get up that? Although some people figured it out. So, which is not in the live action, by the way, it's just something I now know because I dove deep into the map of the world and somehow you get some lore out of that, which I just, uh, it is, this is one of those times where I was researching for like a straight hour. And then I felt as though I should stop because I was getting to the point where I was like, who are Luffy's parents? Because he's talking about his grandfather, Garp, all the time. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then I got into, like, I know that we don't know who Luffy's mother is. I yeah, know. There you go. I know that uh, I know who his father is. And I now know how he comes into the series way down the line. So, and then right when I got there, I was like, this is where perhaps I even went too far, but I definitely should stop at this point if I want to have anything as a surprise for me in the future. Although I don't think that will be that big of a deal. As I said previously, thousands of episodes and thousands of chapters and uh, movies as well that they've made of this IP. Yeah. And I I should say like all my favorite crew members are the ones who are like yet to join uh, uh, the Straw Hat Pirates. And so I'm really excited. To, I, like, I know specifically, like, we're definitely probably going to get two of them uh, in season two, guaranteed. But, like, you know, my, my favorite crew member, if this show keeps going, we'll probably see him in, like, season four. Man, uh, that's how long this shit is. I said 50 episodes to the end of Arlong Park. I was wrong. It's 60 episodes to the end of Arlong Park in the anime. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that people who are fans of this show go out and rush and, and watch the anime, man. Because, honestly, they're pretty different experiences. And, I don't know, man. It's like, if you're not 14 <laughs> when the, when yeah, the manga that's, starts. That's, that's not an incredible... Like- it's not an inquisition on the show. It's just not made no. for you. Like the few, it was weird when you brought up Harry Potter and you were like, they're banging at the end. I was like, what about the genocide? But okay. Anyway, uh, let's talk a little, you brought up dragon ball before this started, uh, being written by one dude, which is insane in 1996. Uh, and he, as a kid, uh, or growing up loved dragon ball. And you can absolutely see, uh, and this is only in the context of the live action, but you can absolutely see like there are moments where it feels as though he's paying homage to Dragon Ball or at the very least it's being uh, influenced by it. 
the most on the forefront of my mind is like they call out their final moves like they're in Mortal Kombat or like they're saying Kamehameha as they shoot a beam at your face that took again 15 episodes to power up while Frieza just stood there and allowed that to happen. So like uh but so that was cool because Dragon Ball was a large part of my childhood uh, as well as like Pokemon at the time, right? Like those were the two um Japanese exports that I was watching as a kid without even knowing that that's what it was. But like I do feel as though Dragon Ball is uh a, a, like I don't know a zeitgeist primer for what One Piece became. Do you have any insight into that as like a person who's watched a lot of both? Yeah, well, and, and it comes up a lot in anime. So uh, in the West, uh, our stereotypical hero, he's like a farm boy, and everyone thinks he can't be cool, but then he goes on a journey, and he Luke Skywalker? becomes totally cool. Uh, and then, yeah, he's a badass at the end. Uh, in in that That's based on, like, the Homers, Iliad, and Odyssey. Well, I go out on an awesome adventure, and then I turned awesome, uh, and then I went home. Uh, in the East... Their story is about a monkey who goes on a long journey from India to China or something. And he starts out already super crazy strong. And then he goes on a journey and he does quacky stuff. And uh, in Chinese, that character's name is Sun Wukong, the monkey king. And in Japanese, his name is Sun Goku. And uh, it's a thousand year old story, but it's like their version of the hero's journey. And so the hero is always an idiot, uh, spaz who for crazy reasons is like insanely strong basically yeah and, and the you see reason, that trope again and again right the reason is dragon fruit in or or is that what it is in in one piece uh the one that luffy ate the, makes him uh, all the, rubbery the, the dragon fruit is a superfood uh you're thinking of the devil's fruit devil's fruit oh i'm sorry i'm just i'm gonna die right now so yeah <laughs> uh the uh, the devil's satan satan's satan's vegetables is what uh, is happening here. Uh, and those give a version of superpowers based on what is being eaten, I guess. We haven't really no, dove. No, no, it is a, like a random slot machine, basically. Really? Uh, later on, they do say like the, the fruit can be identified, but like it's, it's basically impossible. So you're really taking a gamble that you're biting into that fruit. And no matter what, you're going to lose the ability to swim in the water. So that's tough for a pirate. Yeah. What is that? What is that? That's a little weird to me. It feels right. as though that was made up by the guy who's writing this on day one. Like, sure, you get buffed, but your nerf is, hey, you're a pirate and you can't go in the water. That does feel very um, tough to deal with in a very long story that's on yeah. the water. And, and uh, uh, basically, if, if you get a bad one, like one dude gets the giraffe giraffe fruit and he can turn into a giraffe and he's like so pissed. He's like, God damn, I, this is the rest of my life. I have giraffe powers. Yeah, or, those are the, you, perhaps the worst powers. You luck out and you eat the phoenix fruit and then you literally can't be killed. <laughs> right. Yeah, like uh, Buggy the Clown, I think his power is, is very helpful. Oh right? yeah, the, the chop chop fruit's pretty sick. And, and I will say... Oda, he, he used to do these things. I mean, perhaps he still does it. I, I actually haven't been keeping up with the One Piece manga or anime. I, I dropped it about a year or two ago for, for uh, uh, reasons. But in any case, uh, the, he, they're like, is, is every part of Buggy's body split apart? Could he take his dick off? Sure. And, and, and Oda, the guy who writes the manga, was like, just to be clear, every part comes off. Right. I love that. 
I love that he answers questions. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, I don't have to get into specifics. Just know it's all coming. <laughs> it's all coming if he wants it to. Yeah, and, and what's, what's great about this show uh, uh, is that they, they, as Ryan said, they give each character their moment to shine. And, and they somehow, like, with just hour-long episodes, pay service to the backstory and, like, n- not just, like, tell the whole story from the anime, but tell it in, like, a more succinct, much easier to digest way. Like, the, the Captain Kuro story is rushed however you look at it. They arrive on the island, they meet Kaya, and, like, immediately she's, like, her life is uh, under threat. That's, that's true in both stories. But in this one, they have only two episodes to wrap it up, and they still hit every beat. Uh, I thought really nicely. Yeah. And they, they killed Mary, which in the show, Mary gets injured in the exact same way, three, three fucking swords through the abdomen, and then gets better. <laughs> okay, well, that's odd. Yeah, no, I think that was my favorite episode of the season. I, I loved the Kuro uh, parts. I think that character was really well played, and... Uh, it allowed for Usopp to have a lot of room to become a character that you at all care about and it, them getting their ship, which is awesome. And they built the ship in real life. That's yeah. so sick. I should also say, uh, <laughs> perhaps wisely, in the anime, Usopp has like three little boys that he's always hanging out with that are like his his fake pirate crew, they cut those characters out of the show. I wonder why. Yeah, mm. no, yeah, that seems superfluous and weird. Uh, and for a show that is desperately trying, I think, you know, the number one goal here in a live-action anime adaptation is that it can't be at cringe, right? Cringe yes. is the exact feeling you're trying to go the opposite of because it's the easiest a uh, thing to come across in adaptations like this when you have over the top animated characters who can do anything because you're drawing them it just doesn't translate at all to live action and anyone who tries to go for a one to one is always going to fail and those lessons seem to have been learned by the people who have made this show yes although i should say one piece the manga and the anime it's 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 camp it's arch it's it's gay and, and I think that they have <laughs> translated that into the Netflix show. And those are things that ne- Cowboy Bebop is not. Uh, 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 where specifically, like, in One Piece, there's, like, a lot of drag. <laughs> um, right. And, 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 and when they did that, when they gave, Net- when the Netflix gave, somehow, uh, uh, in reverse, gave Cowboy Bebop uh, live action the One Piece live action treatment because I swear to God, these shows are hitting a lot of the same notes. It just does not, it doesn't land. It doesn't land in Cowboy Bebop. It was never meant for that source material. Uh, uh, meanwhile, it, like, they've, as I said, done a lot of the same stuff, and it's just working this time. Although I will say, the writing in the One Piece live-action show is far better than the writing in the Cowboy Bebop live-action show, which is, which is hard to believe. <laughs> but it's true. But, but al- like even also just, I, like I would say the, the humor in this show is yeah. comes from a character saying something weird in an overtop like very committed line and that's the jokes. Whereas like in Cowboy Bebop or like in the last couple Star Wars movies the joke is like uh well, well said no one ever 
or uh, that just happened, like that kind of like sassy snapback humor uh, that I think everyone's really tired of now. Yeah, yes. This what you're talking about basically is like they're using humor in character development and actually thinking about like progressing a character along like every word they say needs to at least go in some direction rather than just be a moment where you get a snicker out of a person watching in a dark basement. Like, uh, also they're, they're not trying to make memes out of this dialogue. No, no. (laughs) Also the music is great. The show has a very specific aesthetic cinematography wise and music wise where like, it's being shot in a way where they've they've made choices and they are following up on them 100% on on what they decided to do they just did it and then you add that to a story where stuff happens which i think is something that is lost these days in a lot of television where uh i don't know creators get too caught up in their own thing and go for too long where they believe that the character development happening in three to five episodes sometimes is something that's happening rather than something that's actually happening where like, I I don't know. It's the way I felt in like the first season of Mandalorian. It's the way I felt in a lot of game of Thrones where uh, story was occurring as well as plot, they were happening simultaneously to each other and affecting each other, constantly pushing us forward and giving us surprises that are interesting. And a lot of shows aren't doing that now. This yes. show actually did. And the stakes are personal. It's not the end of the world. It's not we're all gonna die, although sometimes it is. Uh, uh, it's, it's, oh, if we don't succeed... Uh, uh, Usopp's friend is gonna have her fortune stolen. If we don't succeed, uh, uh, Sanji's old man that he loves, restaurant's gonna get all ruined. Or if we don't succeed, like, Nami can't be our friend, you know? <laughs> uh, right. Uh, and, and it, you, the characters show uh, how personal the stakes are through the performance. Like, uh, I, I've, I've already clipped, like, the this, the Nami scenes from Arlong Park that are her, like, Oscar bait scenes from, from the manga or whatever. And she, she does an amazing job. A- and you feel it just like you did maybe when you were 14. Uh, uh, IMO. Yeah, the closest to this show, I think, came to cringe is when Nami was trying to uh, knife off her tattoo and she was screaming uh, the name of her previous captor over and over and over again. I think one or two many times for it to be believable and then that moment gets cut off by luffy uh grabbing her arm and proving to her that even though she tried to white fang him he didn't leave and he will never leave because that's just not in his character which by the way this show doesn't work if luffy doesn't work and uh like to to a degree that's not just good if they had a good main character uh, and a great ensemble, I still think it would fall short. This show only works because the actor who is playing Luffy, again, it's the same exact thing as like, of course, this show is good. Stuff is actually happening. Of course, the guy who plays Luffy is doing a good job. 
he's made decisions and is following through on them like almost the entire time. So you care about his character and without caring about the main character, what is any show? Uh, so I don't know. The, the guy who plays Sanji to prepare for this role, uh, the director did not ask him to do any of this. He went to a culinary arts school and graduated and, uh, and, and became uh, uh, a, a amateur kickboxer. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, let's actually, I want to dive a little bit back into the history of this world. Uh, we, we know that the one piece is a, uh, mythical hidden treasure. We know that, uh, a, uh, the most famous pirate in the world right before he is executed says that it's in the grand line. Go look for it. Starting a new age, a, uh, of piracy one that had never been seen before at that level. Uh, and we also know that there's a world government. I know from research that that world government used to be the rebels, and now they're not anymore. And now there are rebels against the, uh, the world government who, who took over the old world government and then wiped out their history. Very, not very nice of them. Uh, so like the political struggle of the world, I think is really interesting, especially when this is a world where fish people exist. And this is a world where like the races, uh, I, I do like that. They, they never stop and explain like they have to, because why would you, these characters have lived in this world their entire lives. And when they come across a fish person, they don't have to look at the screen and be like, you see, people can also be fish. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like in the deep lore of the story. As Ryan was saying, there's like a hidden history. There's a hundred years of history that you're not allowed to research. And if you do, you go to jail. Uh, and, and from that void century came the, the world government, which, by the way, your country doesn't have to join the world government. But if you don't, we're not going to send the Navy to protect you, which is a problem because our world is full of pirates. Huh. That's an interesting and very convenient about, setup. Yeah, NATO. That's NATO. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, uh, that. That's, that's kind of how you would like it if you were the world government, wouldn't you? You'd like if there were some kind of motivating threat that got people behind you, huh? Hmm, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I also enjoy that the world government allows certain pirates to just continue being pirates because it's easier and mutually beneficial. Like, that level of political intrigue, I don't think, enters uh, a, a lot of shows that try to do this exactly, where... Uh, well, and, I don't know. That's feels also like... true to life, baby. Uh, uh, the, yeah. the, all the best pirates started out as privateers, which was literally just like, you can be a pirate so long as the people you kill speak Spanish. Yeah, but at the same time, the pirates that you're quote unquote allowing to be themselves because it's just easier both ways are also, like a, I brought up before, incredibly powerful. And if they decide one day to just throw away uh, their quote-unquote rights that they're getting from the world government, maybe they just say we kill them all, and there's a possibility they could do it. Right, and well, it kind of makes sense that if pirates are doing this for what well, they want money, and they want uh, uh, impunity, and so if you just agree to give them those things in return for uh, uh, maybe uh, wiping out a hundred other pirates on your behalf, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Also, there are monsters. Can we talk about the monsters for a second and how gigantic they are and how now uh, the Straw Hat Pirates are uh, heading directly towards them? 
There are sea monsters. There is a uh, underwater nation of fish people. There might even be a civilization of people in the sky, folks. Uh, it's it, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. The the arc that comes up right when they get into the Grand Line was for me the one that almost broke me. The one that almost when I was like first getting into the show, I was like, oh, this one's kind of long and boring. I maybe I'll stop watching. But again, I have faith the show's going to knock it out in two episodes, man. They're just going to go straight through it. <laughs> right. I mean, the uh, the way they do the wanted posters is really cool. How all of the uh, quote, villains are ripped them off screen as they come on screen. The way they do all the intro clips with oh, yeah. different art is really, really cool. Again, it's just... I. It just it separates itself so much from uh, from all the other stuff you're watching on TV because it's so specific. Yes, and I am also a sucker for like when characters have their actual name and then they've got like their outlaw name. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like 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 Brian. If he was an outlaw cowboy, he'd be like Lucky Ryan, and that would be on his out his, his wanted poster. No, nah. that would be sick. No, nah, they'd call me Night Star, dude. And I would have, I would be friggin' Jillian Berries for me, probably, just because of how badass I am, how badass Nightstar is. Not me. Ryan is uh, working at the Daily Planet while Nightstar is out on a ship, I think, pillaging people, assumably. My problem with that is, though, like, so Straw Hat Luffy, that's a good one. Uh, Black Leg Sanji, sure. Uh, uh, Pirate Hunter Zoro. Okay, that's that's like only what he was doing in like episode one. He d- doesn't even hunt pirates anymore. To call yeah. him three sword, call him three sword Zoro. Obviously, <laughs> holds it in his mouth, Zoro. No, he's 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 gonna be Pirate Hunter Zoro for the next thousand episodes, where other characters' names are like getting updated. I'm like, what the? F- he doesn't he hunt? He doesn't hunt pirates anymore. He's a pirate. <laughs> well, it, he's undercover, James. Okay, he has that's to stay deep cover. Yeah, yeah, he has to stay on the twenty years. Though. I will say the only part of the live show that got a little grating on me was the times in which we were seeing uh, young Luffy and I believe it was Shanks, right? Uh, And not even so much the parts where young Luffy is working with Garp because that comes in and out very quickly and you just, you gain a lot of character from both of them uh, that inform the future and make the end of the show better. But the young Luffy Shanks stuff, uh, I think, lasted exactly how long it could before I was uh, getting bored of it. And I don't know exactly why that is, but I w- and maybe it's just because the other parts when they were, uh, you know, w- within fights with fish people and pirates seemed so interesting to me that when they went away from that, I was like, well, well, well why? Hey, stop it. Go back to the part I like. Yeah, and, and, like, the next arc, not to, like, spoil shit for anybody who, 20-year-old show, but, uh, it, it, the next part's gonna be all about people with weird-ass devil fruit powers, and it's gonna be shit that, like, you would not expect, and what, what Oda does really well is he's, like, he gives someone a really lame-ass premise, and then they, like, go insane with it, it's like if you met, like, the seltzer, uh, bad guy, he would, like, wipe out, wipe out an entire nation, or some shit, like, Right, seltzer like, oh my guy. God, it, it's it's di- it's the guy who ate the diaper fruit. We're fucked. Oh, he did two genocides yesterday, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I, I mean, again, like 
insane that this is the tenor of the conversation and not like, yeah, I knew it would be fucking horrible. We all knew that last year. Why even talk about it? Which right. is the conversation I expected to have. Yeah, I mean, I would not have watched it unless you told me you wanted to do a podcast about it, and I'm glad you did, because now I'm looking very much forward to a season two that's coming out in probably five years from now. The snail phones? Get out of here with those. I love oh, the yeah. snail phones so much. Practical effects, too. You gotta love it. Uh, uh, th- though, just to say, and not to harp on this the entire time, but like, no one is hurting more right now than the cast of Cowboy Bebop Netflix, man. <laughs> like, especially uh, those young actors who are like, this is it, it's my big break. They gotta be watching <laughs> what's happening with the One Piece show, and, and uh, I would imagine the, the vintage uh, uh, of their grapes quite sour. Yeah, I mean, especially because it's on Netflix where One Piece just gets a second season because everybody's immediately, watching it. Immediately, and their show was canceled <laughs> within a week. <laughs> right, and uh, thank God that One Piece didn't get picked up at HBO because then I don't know how many people would have had to watch it for um, the new version of Discover HBO Max, Sinista, w- would, uh would keep it. But, I mean, they just canceled uh the show about the la lakers which is really good and uh eight people are very mad about it but uh nobody was watching it because it didn't have a dragon in it so uh, yeah, again like y- you don't hear about hbo shows until after they're canceled but uh, uh, again we- we mean now we're saying we're relieved it has a season two netflix famously loves to kill uh their best shows in the height of their popularity for baffling reasons uh, and then they're like why is our profit down we need to raise prices right well with inflation james come on you know how this works <laughs> i think i don't mm-hmm. i think i think we all know what time it is if, if i'm on the show there's no way we're getting out of here without doing the which one piece live action character are you quiz I'm extremely excited for this. Uh, that sounds amazing. I thought you were going to say an article from The Hollywood Reporter, but this is no, just as no. good, if not better. There's no controversy around this show <laughs> at all. Yet. Yet. Well, well, there is a lot of controversy around Oda. I don't even think it's worth getting into. Uh, but the guy who made the original manga has a couple uh, cancelable offenses on him. Fortunately, uh, political correctness does not exist in Japan beyond uh, extending only to Japanese people. So, uh, well, probably that's a controversial thing. That, that was a very true controversial thing I just said. <laughs> okay. Let's see what character I am. Wait, is there not one? Oh, you said that without knowing? I just assumed. <laughs> Motherfucker, there isn't one. You, what are they doing over at BuzzFeed? <laughs> What are they oh, okay, doing? no, no, sorry, 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 no, sorry, they have one, they have one. Oh, thank God. All right, so, yeah, I, we can't end the show uh, with, my, with my last episode without doing uh, uh, with the One Piece Netflix live-action BuzzFeed Which Character Are You quiz. Let's do right. this, baby. So, Ryan, if you first set out, if you first set out at sea, what would you do? I'm going to rephrase this question for them. Ryan, you just set out at sea. What would you do first? I really like that you're rewriting BuzzFeed. Is this an open-ended question? No clue. There's so much to think about. Hunt down my enemies. Go steal some treasure. Set out for the Grand Line. Find a pirate crew. Relax and eat some yummy food. 
I said, I think go find a pirate crew. I feel as though I'm not going to be able to. I've I've played a lot of Sea of Thieves and running a ship by yourself is just pure torture. So let's get some people on here who, who can be helpful. Yeah, I feel like that that's the only answer. But for like interesting sake, I, I guess I'll just say steel treasure. I, I probably should have gone first. All right, Ryan, if you had a pirate accessory, what would it be? Uh, captain's hat. Uh, swords. Uh, uh, pirate jewels. Uh, uh, I'm not sure is a cat. They really fucking phoned this one in. <laughs> I'm not sure or something that will keep me safe. Something that will keep me safe is so broad. I'm going to go with jewels. All right. The family jewels. <laughs> yeah. I can I'll, sell them if I need to, you know? I'll take a captain's hat. This is all BuzzFeed. I'm I'm gonna write a letter to the editor about this. These these yeah. really have real declining S- in quality. Strongly worded BuzzFeed based letter. Alright, Ryan, what is the color of your pirate hat? Yellow, teal, green, brown, blue, or black? Mm, it's green for sure. Okay, green. Uh I guess I'm a pirate, so shouldn't the hat be black? Mm. Okay. Mm. It's kind of putting putting uh, pirate baby in a corner, but okay. Ryan, who would you pick uh, out of these characters to join your crew? Zoro, Luffy, Sanji, Nami, Usopp, or uh, Random? Literally, Nami. like, they, they, they couldn't fill us other spot. Yeah, no, it's Nami, obviously. Number one, cartographer. Number two, she's uh, a misty-looking lady. Uh, number three, cartographer. So No, I think it, uh, Sanji and I would have a lot of fun sailing around, eating five-star mm. restaurant food, and just being misogynistic. Gosh, you might be right. I'm going to go with my gut, though. All right. And, uh, okay, this one, kind of a departure from all the other questions, sort of out of nowhere here. Who's your favorite musical artist, uh, I would guess, of this list? Okay. The Weeknd. Connor Gray, never heard of him. Still Woozy, never heard of him. Metallica, what are they doing with those other three? And then, I don't know any of these, is one category. And the other category is, uh, I don't listen to music. Who made this garbage? Goddamn. Oh, God. Okay, um... I suppose I would have said The weekend, but Idol was just so, so terrible. That show was garbage. So I guess let's go with Metallica, who... Put them on any other list. I don't know if I'm I'm choosing them because I think Ar- Lars Ulrich is annoying. But you know, Inner Sandman. What are you gonna do? Uh, of the I'm just gonna go with. I can't say I don't know any of them. That would not be honest. I, I'm just gonna go with I don't listen to music because <laughs> I, I, if this is the definition of music, I guess I don't. I hope your quiz comes back and it's like you're none of them. <laughs> you're also, autistic. Yes, yeah, <laughs> seek help. <laughs> All right. If you painted your room, what color would you paint? Another color. Jesus Christ. They like, they like colors. <laughs> what color do you want to paint your room, Ryan? Red, green, light blue, <laughs> yellow, <laughs> not black, <laughs> dark colors, and orange. Wow. Hmm. Red, green, light blue, yellow, dark colors, and orange. Let's go dark colors. <laughs> dark colors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like dark red and dark Yeah, no, green. yeah, sort of. It sort of leaves it open for me. I can do sort of like whatever I want because dark colors, wait, so many colors. These are these are all the colors of like a hookup hotel room. Other than light blue is the only normal color for a bedroom, right? Mm, uh, well, I choose all the colors of the wind. Is that an option? Okay, if if you ate a devil fruit, 
What? This is the same as the first. This is the same question. How many questions are there? Gee, it just goes on and on. Oh my god, Ryan, it's so long. No, we're not doing Ryan, there's so many questions. Okay, wait. James, how about this? What character do you think I'd be, dude? Uh, you would be a, maybe... Probably Frankie, I guess. Well, no, you might be Brooke because you're a musician. I don't know. Hard to say. Probably Brooke. You're just, or, or now Frankie. you're picking characters who I've never met and know nothing no, about, but yeah, I appreciate it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, this BuzzFeed quiz sucks ass. Listen, we're on question uh, six of... Three. 24, 25, 26, (laughs) questions. And they're all like, what color would your underpants be? There's, there's a ton of color questions. Yeah. We don't have time. We don't have time. They're also making reference to shit that hasn't happened in one piece yet. Okay. The, 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 the results (laughs) of the quiz are Ryan is Garp and I'm Colby. (laughs) And that's the show folks. Yeah, thank you very much. If you want to hear some extra content by us, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash HBO Boys. Uh, it's a dollar a month. You get uh, these podcasts earlier and uh, ad-free. And also, you get to get your name read at the end of our show, which is happening right now. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lockner, James Washington, Don Chris Wood, Brinkin, Craig, John Durst, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you for the dollar. And also, just like, thank you for... Uh, James, I just haven't haven't podcasted with you in a while. Yes, thank you, Ryan, for this was a fun first time on the show, and I mm. hope I did a good job. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, no. It feels like we have a lot of rapport that comes out of nowhere, and I really do appreciate that. Hope I hope you show up again yes, in the future. I'll be back for season two. My prediction, and we can play this on, when we record that episode, is that it'll have the same baseline quality, no budge either way. That's kind of a boring answer. Sorry, folks. Yeah, why did you say it? I just, I th- it's the truth. It's the truth. I'm still, mm. I'm still clicking through the BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not even reading the questions. Yeah, no, it's clear that you weren't paying attention. You were like, anyway, I bet it'll be good, and that's the truth. Is this the end? No, I mean, I just, I get that vibe. That it's, it's uh, this is, they've, they've cracked the code. Yeah, well... My code will be cracked when I have a Satan vegetable and I assume uh, eye lasers. Okay, Brian, I'm Nami. Uh, and Ryan is also Nami. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> I have bad news, James. I really don't care anymore.